America! This is Danger Close USA. Angry, pissed off American Podcast Radio. And your host, Jeff Kaufman. It's a double shot Monday! Good morning. Hope you're well. I hope everything's going good for you this fine, fantastic, fabulous, shitty-ass Monday. This whole weekend's felt like a fucking Monday. I did a podcast this morning on my way into work and come to find out I'm uh, being sent to do some running around and whatnot. So I decided I was going to do my, uh, I'm just going to do another show. Fuck it. What do I have to lose? Can't see the fucking trees through the forest, but uh, sorry, bad intersection. Bad, bad intersection. Can't see. County workers are not mowing the, the lawns, uh, the the side of the road. They're not doing any maintenance to the, the side of the road, and literally the grass is like three feet tall. So I'm pulling out. Onto a two-lane highway. That's all it is, two lanes. And uh, people like to fly on this road, so I'm, I'm being very cautious coming out because I can't see if anything's coming. Because the county workers, the town workers, whoever they are, aren't doing their fucking job. And, uh, you know, they're not mowing the fucking sides of the roads and the shit's getting out of control out of control. You know, that they should have just kept working. That they've slowed down dramatically for some reason, and it's going to make it even harder on the uh, the equipment they're going to use to mow this shit. When it's three feet fucking tall, I mean, come on. You should have mowed it fucking like a month ago. So it's going to be worse on the equipment. I'm just ranting here, but I can't believe the division in this country. I can't believe the sides people are taking. I can't I can't understand why some people are so upset at the protesting and the rioting and the looting. They're not even blinking an eye at how ignorant and stupid the president is. And I uh, you know, I can understand yeah, I've listened to both sides of the fucking equation, you know, and I listen to everybody, and I, I try to pay attention to what everybody's saying, and some of it's just so fucking unrealistic and far-fetched and insane. Some of it's just, you know, just the ideology of, a, of another person, someone else's words. They're just scooping it up, swallowing it. I try to listen to everybody, and I just, I can't wrap my mind around the idea that Americans are just sitting back going, you know, I'm okay with this. I'm not okay with the looting and the rioting. I'm okay with the protesting. I'm down with that. But I can't, I, I, I can't expect people to be just calm. 
I can't expect people not to become angry. I can't expect people to become violent, not become violent. I mean, you're asking too much. You're asking too much. I mean, I, I don't agree with the violence. I don't agree with the looting. I don't agree with the, the, the rioting. But I can't condemn it either. I, I can't. I can't say, yes, yes, it's wrong. I can say, yeah, I, I think it's wrong. But at the same, in the same breath, I can't say I, I don't blame them. I mean, I, I can't say I blame them. I really can't. I can't say I blame them for what's going on. I can't. I can't say I can't blame anybody for protesting. I can't say I can't blame anybody for becoming angry. I can't say I can't blame. I mean, I can't blame these people for being. I, I'm talking about everybody that's going. Not just the black people. I'm talking about everybody that's been protesting. Everybody that's being trapped in a rioting. And then you see the outside influences. People dressed up like Antifa that are Antifa. They arrested someone dressed up like his Antifa. Kind of found out he's a proud boy. You, you've seen pictures of a proud boy has been posting of themselves dressed up like Antifa. They're, they're so fucking insane. This whole, this whole fucking thing is insane. This whole thing is just fucking insane. These, these rioters are not, you know, starting out violent. They become violent because the police, the way they've been treated by the police, and watching this shit play out, people getting beaten, people getting hurt, people just walking on a sidewalk, getting fucking pepper sprayed for no reason, old men on fucking, you know, with a cane getting shoved to the ground, some young lady just standing there, a police officer just fucking almost killed her for no reason. She wasn't doing anything, just standing there. And that's the kind of shit, when I see shit like that, that I'm, I'm saying to myself, I can't blame the people for being agitated to the point where they become violent when you're seeing this kind of stuff in front of them. When the police start acting violent, people become violent. That's a fact. It's, you know, that's an honest-to-God fact. I don't know. It's like I said, I really <laughs> I don't know who to blame. Naturally, I should be upset at the riders, but then I try to remember what they're riding about, why they're upset, why they're even in the street in the first place, why they're even protesting in the first place, what the reason is. You know, they're saying... The talking points from both sides are like you're diminishing the reason for your protesting. You're you're diminishing the the relevance of your protesting. You're diminishing it by by violence and all this other stuff. You're diminishing the memory of George Floyd. You're diminishing the reason why he died. You're diminishing this. You're diminishing that. And there's a part of me that kind of feels like I think it's it's justified. I know, I know it's like really fucked up to say, but when human rights, you know, the only reason for a violent protest and the only reason why people become violent is when the perpetuation of human rights, justice, inequality is being threatened. People don't become violent when they're not oppressed. People don't become violent when there's sanity and justice. People don't come become violent just because they want to be violent. 
They become violent because of their outrage, because of their anger, because of their frustration, because of feeling helpless. People become violent when a life is lost. People become violent when they're pushed beyond their ability to comprehend why it took four days to arrest the officer who killed George Floyd. People become enraged at the politics, enraged at the injustice. And people have every right to be enraged and every right to be upset and every right to be angry. I don't agree to the violence, but how can you not understand it? How can you not comprehend why? Why they became violent? Why they became angry? Why? You don't lick the boots of your oppressor. You don't take bullshit from people. You don't sit on your ass and watch another person of your ethnicity get murdered and go, oh well, ho-hum, womp-womp, oh well, better him than me. No, you don't do that. When you see an injustice, you react to it. And when you have the police, who a majority are escalating the problem, they're becoming angered at them. It's an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth mentality. And that's what is happening. It's not, well, we just came out here to become violent. We came out here to, to extract revenge on an injustice that should have never fucking happened. Let me, let me, let me put it this into perspective. And I, I said this in one of my earlier podcasts. I think it was Saturday. This whole thing could have been avoided. This whole thing could have been avoided. If that police officer was arrested immediately and charged with murder, first degree, second degree, third degree, anything but nothing would have been better than nothing. But nobody did anything. The prosecutors who should have pressed charges, the the state attorneys that should have reacted, did nothing. I don't care what political system they belong to. I don't care if the the sheriff's in their back pocket, if the chief of police is their buddy, if they go golfing together. That's the fucking problem. People buddy up with each other. Your local representatives buddy up with the politicians above them. They buddy up with the police officers. They buddy up with their buddies. They make back pocket deals. Somebody, uh, a representative here in my local city, I mean, one of his, a guy he worked for got a huge fucking deal from the county. They bought a chunk of his land. Amazing how his buddy gets that fucking purchase. But that's how it works. You see what I'm saying? That's how it works. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. You kiss my ass, I kiss yours. So when you have a police officer who murders someone in cold blood on video... His buddies intervene. The chief of police intervene. The state attorney doesn't doesn't flinch. Protect the boys in blue. That's what the mentality is when this happens. I'm sorry, that's what I see. I don't have a problem with police officers. I know a majority of them are out to do a good job. 
Majority of them don't carry hate in their heart. Majority of them deal deal with a lot of shit. They don't know if they're going to come home and see their wives and kids at the end of the day. I understand that. I really do. I, I fully understand that. But that does not give them an excuse to take a life. That does not give them a free pass. That does not say, well, you know what? I might not come home tonight. This guy was a real dickhead to me. I got him in handcuffs. We're going to beat the shit out of him. We're going to throw him on the ground. We're going to get on his fucking his neck with my knee. We're going to kill him. I'm going to cause an eruption, an outcry of injustice for the injustice. And my buddies are going to protect me. They need to be sent a message. The police in this country need to be sent a message. If you take a life, you lose your life. Not physically, but be put behind bars. You have to have a really good reason to kill somebody. You have to have and prove that your life was in danger. You have to have prove that George Floyd was going to get up and murder everybody. George Floyd wasn't going to do anything. He was begging for his life. He was begging for his mother. He was be begging to be able to breathe. I'll call tonight. say goodbye to my wife. Back on the fucking road again. Gonna do some running around. Gonna go drive through fucking Atlanta and come back. Yeah, I'm getting sent down to Atlanta. And, you know... Not exactly where I want to be, but I'm going because I don't, I, I don't know. I have to work. It's my job. Unfortunately, I have to work in Atlanta. 
That's life. But if shit starts breaking out and craziness starts happening, so be it. I don't want to go to an epicenter of a riot, but it's where I'm heading. And hopefully things have calmed way down there. We'll find out when we get there. I have to voice my opinion, you know, and that's that's all I can do. I, I I can't join the protesters in Washington, D.C. I, I wish I could. I would love to be part of the group around the White House chanting at Donald Trump because I really, I can't stand Donald Trump. This is my protest. This is who I am. This is the best I can do. The death of George Floyd could have been avoided if someone took action. If one of the police officers standing there with their hands in their fucking pockets watching this shit play out took action to stop it. This whole thing could have been avoided. George Floyd would still be alive. Instead, they stood around with their hands in their fucking pocket and let it play out, even checked his pulse. They didn't care. It makes you wonder how many times they pulled that shit off. How many times that shit happened. It makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. How many times does this happen in America on a daily basis? It makes you wonder. Not just the murdering of a black man, but the beating of a black man while in handcuffs, while in handcuffs. Being put in the back of a squad car and beat the shit out of, dragged back out, and then murdered. Makes you wonder how many times the first step of that process happens in this country. How many times a black person is put in handcuffs for no reason other than being black. I've seen a multitude of videos where police officers are basically just mad at a black person. There was one, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He was a black gentleman. He was picking up trash in front of the house. I think it was an apartment or something. I can't remember, but he was out there picking up trash. Had a bucket, had a little pair of grabbers and was picking up trash. And the police showed up. They got a complaint. loitering or whatever the fuck it was. He was picking up trash. Had a bucket full of trash. A pair of tongs in his hands. And it escalated until there were five fucking police officers there. And he didn't do anything wrong. He basically, well, you know, he could have been a lot more compliant, maybe. But he didn't have to be. Because he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was on his property picking up trash. And instead of just saying, yes, sir, whatever you say, sir, throwing down his tongs and putting his hands around behind his back and have a, cup, a pair of cuffs put on him. He said, no, I know my rights. I don't have to. Next thing you know, there's eight police officers, 10 police officers for a man with a bucket and a pair of tongs picking up trash. 
was it would that have happened if he was white if that was a white guy with a pair of tongs and a bucket and said no sir I'm just picking up trash I wonder how long it would have, it would have lasted then what's your name Jim Bob okay great have a good day Jim Bob said it was a black guy and it escalated to the point where they had 10 or 12 police officers there and the guy's like I don't have a weapon I've got a pair of tongs what am I gonna do grab your balls with it I mean I'm serious I watched the video I can't remember who it was I'm sorry but it's that kind of mentality sad. It really is. It just pisses me off.
this has probably been the last, the, ah, this has probably been the worst three and a half years in American history. Why don't you think about that for a second? Since Donald Trump has taken office, we have seen some of the worst things happen to this country. Now, I know we can't lay all the blame on Donald Trump. But he sure as fuck didn't help. He sure as fuck didn't do anything to help. That's the fucking problem. His comments were uncalled for. Some of the things he said prior to these riots getting really out of hand was part of the problem. He's lost this re-election. The only goddamn way that Donald Trump can win is if Russia helps. I swear on the Holy Bible, there's no way in hell Donald Trump can win this re-election. There's no way. There's no way. Absolutely, positively impossible. I'm not just saying that because I don't like the guy. Because trust me, I don't like the guy. I hate Donald Trump. Can't stand him. I have no use for him. He's a fucking moron. And if you ever listen to my show, you know exactly how I feel about the fucking guy. Can't stand him. Don't have any fucking use for Dick Stain Donnie. None. None. Not an ounce. Not an iota. Nothing. No trust. No nothing. No respect for him. Nothing. Having said that, I, it's not, I, I'm not saying that he's going to lose a re-election because I don't like the guy. I'm saying it because he's a failure of a, of a president. He has failed this nation. And in that failure, he has exposed the underbelly of corruption. And if these things that we've been hearing are true, if the hacked information that we are hearing is true, Not only is he exposing the underbelly of corruption in this country by exposing the actual directive of the GOP and the Republican Party, he's exposing that there is something else wrong with this country, which goes much deeper than politics. The morality of this country, the leadership. History will not be kind to those who continue to support Donald Trump. I'm sorry. History's going to suck for you. History not be kind to Donald Trump at all or the Republican Party. And I can imagine that they're sitting there right now saying the gig is up. We need to abandon Trump. We need to let him go. If they don't act now in favor for this nation instead of Donald Trump, then we know treason is running through their veins. But the flat flag to them. I'm more concerned about the money in their pockets, the money that they have yet to collect, 
the lobbyists that they have yet to meet with, they're more concerned about that than the well-being of this nation. And if any of this information is true, if one iota of any of the information that's been leaking out over the last two days, today and yesterday, if any of that is true, then the symptoms that we are seeing, the reactions we are seeing, the problems that this nation is having, is just the tip of the fucking iceberg. Things are going to get worse before they get better. I say it all the time. And I mean it with Donald Trump's presidency. Things are going to get worse before they get better. They're going to get much, much worse. I'm not going to support this president. Nothing he's going to do is going to change my thoughts for him, my feelings for him, my appreciation of him, my respect for him. Nothing. I don't admire the guy. I don't like the guy. I don't trust the guy. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing's going to change that. down in my heart, I believe that nothing is going to change until he's taken out of office. Either he resigns, he's removed, or we vote him out in November one way or the other. He has to leave. Not just his administration. Not He has to leave this country. He needs to get the fuck out of here. It's the worst president America's ever had in the history of America. It's not because I don't like the guy. It goes way beyond that. It's his lack of leadership. It's his character. It's his demeanor. Who he is as a person. All those things combined. The things he says. The things he does. All those things combined. It has nothing to do with how I feel about Donald Trump. It has to do with who he is as a human being. And that is all. answers I got answers there's a problem with this country and one of the main symptoms of this problem is the president agree or disagree I don't care it's just it's irrelevant to me if you if you care or not it's relevant to me I just honestly feel like if we had better leadership if we had a president that actually gave a shit we would not be in this situation right now. If we had a president with morals, the ability to communicate, know when to say things and when not to say things. If we had leadership that was actually strong and respectable instead of illiterate, inept we might not be where we are right now as a nation if we had leadership that was intelligent we wouldn't be where we are right now if we had leadership that was respectable we wouldn't be where we are right now if we had leadership period we wouldn't be where we are right now our cities are burning the White House is surrounded 
And the President of the United States is in a bunker, afraid of his own people. Is this how we make America great again? I think not. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio, reminding you. I don't know what I'm going to remind you. Remind you that America wasn't built in one day. It only took a weekend, though, to tear it down. Let's hope it doesn't continue. Let's hope that something good happens for this nation now. God bless America. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio. Your host, Jeff Kaufman. Hope you enjoyed your double shot Monday. Have a great day. Heading into work again. Take care, America. Hooah!